Welcome back. This is chapter three of Rewriting Her Story. We're your hosts, Mari and Steph, two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin. This chapter is all about exploring popular mental health topics on a deeper level. Real and unfucking filtered. Let's get into it. Oh, let's talk about sex. I didn't know you guys, guys we're it's I didn't know chaotic. I wonder if like part it's of that is gonna like catch on there of like probably oh. probably so what I said was okay let's talk about sex because this is our our angel numbers episode our 111th episode so we somebody suggested we talk about what it is or what it means to be a sex therapist and and what Steph encounters. So I'm probably going to be silent pretty much. The entire <laughs> I'm not going to talk the whole time. Oh, you're going to talk most of it. No, <laughs> I think, um, I think this is a good thing, right? Because <laughs> I know thing. what sex therapy is, right? Obviously I've yeah. like gone through the training and things like that, but, but even before I went through the training, I had a, an idea of what it was. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that, and not everybody knows exactly what a sex therapist does. They don't. And also that not everybody is a pervert that reaches out to me and asks me to do things that are not what sex therapists do. Correct. However, I'm she also very me. aware that that may not be the case and that some people might just like get off on asking for inappropriate things. Yep. This hasn't been the first time this has happened, but like it happened for the past couple of weeks and people will just say kind of random shit when they know that you're a sex therapist. Yes. Yes. Where I'm kind of like, okay. So that's interesting. Here's the thing. I, sex is one of my favorite things to talk about, whether it's Mm -hmm. with clients or my friends. I love talking about it. I love learning about it. I love all the things, which is why I wanted to pursue sex therapy because Mm -hmm. it's very intriguing to me. So I am very comfortable opening up that door with my clients, whether or not they're seeing me for sex therapy, or if it's just like, they want to talk about things in their relationship or their marriage, like sex is something that comes up. And I think people feel a sense of like ease and comfort when they're like, oh, I can talk about this with you. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I've had multiple clients be like, can we talk about that? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But I have had instances where people overshare and sometimes it's kind of like, what is the purpose of that share though? And here's where you have to tease it out, right? Marina talk about this a lot because she she'll be like, I don't know how you like keep a straight face or like how you don't like confront them about certain things. Oh, I'd immediately be like, I don't need to know how big your dick is. <laughs> so I don't. I really don't. And this also, where, also it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It really like, doesn't matter. Talking about like micro penises, like sure, I understand. Yes. Like we're gonna really unpack that and talk about that. But like whether you're five or seven or nine, like I don't yes. No woman is looking at a 10 inch dick being like, yes, Bitch, I'm looking like, at that, like that's going to hurt 1000%. It's so, also not going all the way in. So oh, how, how, un- <laughs> how <is it? laughs> not fun at all. Like, like there is an end to the yeah. inside of a woman's vagina. Like, yes. <laughs> no, it's not just a fucking cavern. <laughs> like the fuck you're going to speak all this is where you have to get what I like to think of like is creative because sometimes, and this isn't just with sex therapy. Sometimes clients want to get a reaction out of you. Oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. For whatever reason. And so in those moments, when I know that's what's happening, I don't give that reaction. Mm -hmm. I'm just pretty like neutral faced and 
I keep the conversation moving because they yeah. are looking for me to react in some type of way. And I'm not going to give quote unquote, the satisfaction of that. Yeah. What I love to work on with people is like increasing sexual confidence in the bedroom, mm-hmm. opening up conversations about sex. Like I just had a client win this week where she brought up a conversation with her partner that she was scared to bring up and it went beautifully. Like it was like a seamless conversation. She was really nervous and it went better than expected. And I was so fucking happy for her. Like that shit lights me up. I was so excited for her. I was so excited for her. When we did the retreat in August, my workshop, and we talked about this briefly, but was, it was about like awakening your sexual goddess, right? Part of that is acknowledging what you want as Mm -hmm. women, especially as somebody who is a cis woman, raised as a woman, identifies as a woman that was never, um, talked about with me. That was never encouraged. I was like promoted. That's not the right word. It wasn't encouraged to embrace being a sexual person. It was shameful. You don't talk about it. You don't do it. That's not okay for women to want it. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause you're a whore. whore. Yes. That's how we grew up. Yes. And as somebody who's been called a slut or a whore since she was like, literally like 10 years old, just cause I had boobs. That right. narrative stuck with me, right? Not that I ever truly believed that I was because I was not doing anything sexual because I was right. terrified to do anything sexual. But like, like, that's just like, that's how upsetting the journey sometimes yes. being a woman is of like, because your body did what it was designed yes. to do, you're all of a sudden just a fucking slot. Fucking like, harlot. You're a fucking yeah. harlot. Scarlet <laughs> letter, you <laughs> trash bag. Like, I don't like... I yeah. didn't ask for them. Correct. I don't, my fucking back hurts. Like, correct. I don't want to wear a bra. Yep. You joke, but yeah, I'm the whore. I'm asking yes. for it. Yes. So and what's so fucked up is like I had that narrative for so long, and yeah. like you know, heard people around me like talking bad about sex work and all those kinds of and like really judgmental and shameful comments yes. that those stuck with me. And so sometimes when I see certain posts, my immediate thought is like, "Oh, you're gross," and then I'm like, "Actually, no, she's not." Like I have yep. to correct that for myself. Yes, where I'm like, same, same. She's allowed same. to do what she's doing. Fucking yep. get it. You know what I mean? Yes. When I, because I made a couple stories when I got these like emails and messages from people, and then <laughs> immediately when I was done, I was like fuck, is this going to be looked at as bad? Like, Mm -hmm. am I going to be looked at as like, oh, she's talking shit about potential clients. Like that's not okay. And then I started to like get nervous. Then I was like, I'm allowed to feel how I feel about a situation. Yeah. And I wasn't out here fucking posting their fucking information to be like, this guy reached out to me and said this. Find him at 1214 (laughs) Crabtree Lane. Like putting him on blast on Instagram. I was sharing an experience. The point of me sharing it though, was also to be like, here's the thing. I'm sure there are like sex surrogates or maybe sex coaches out there that would be okay to do those things. That is not my role as a sex therapist. Sex work is not sex therapy, right? There is, I would never ask you to do a sexual act in front of me. I would never simulate sex. Like that's not what I do. Um, Just to be clear, if you don't follow stuff or didn't see the posts, do you want to say what? Because some people are probably like, what the fuck is she talking about? So I got an email at... (laughs) 103 a.m. By the way, like I opened up my phone and I was like, one o'clock in the morning. This person must have been going through. It. And then I read Crisis. it and I was like, okie dokie. Yeah. They said, I'm looking for a sex therapist or sex coach. Um, I don't have a lot of like sexual confidence. And I want to know if you're hands on and if you're okay if I play with myself during session. Yeah. Immediately so, I was like, that's not what a sex real? therapist does. That's not what a sex therapist does. 
well, in my brain, I was like, either he doesn't know, and I know it was a male, either he doesn't know what sex therapy is, or he gets off on like asking for inappropriate things from people. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like those were yeah. my two Could be his kink. Yeah. assumptions, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. There's no shame in like wanting to ask somebody to do that for you, but that's not my role. What a sex therapist is. Yes. Correct. This is from a therapeutic place versus like maybe a coach or a, Correct. like somebody doing or sex, like sex work. works. Like you yeah. hire somebody to yeah. watch or to help you yeah. feel more confident. Like there are people that do that, but that's yes. not me. And I'm not right. shaming anybody who does that, but that's not no. my role. Right. See the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? That's that fucking update on, um, Apple. The other day, my client had two thumbs up fireworks went off behind him. I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. You got to keep it for a long time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it's not working, but I was like, oh, it's like when you send like happy birthday with the balloons, that's what it does in videos. <laughs> She's going to try really hard to do this. Now you guys have to watch this on YouTube. <laughs> Come on, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then two weeks ago, I had somebody reach out who found me through my website. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he, I'm not really sure how he came across my website, but okay. he, I guess, was reading my blogs and was very, very, <laughs> very enthusiastic to meet with me. And I mean, like rapid fire. He was texting me through my business phone. Oh, that's so he right. must have like yeah, gone on psychology today and like got my business phone number. So he was like mm-hmm. sending me rapid fire text messaging. And then he sent me a selfie of himself in bed. Yeah. And I was like. Um, cause I had initially been responding to him, not every single message, but I had been like Perfect. engaging with him. And then once he sent the selfie, I was like pulling back and then he's like, I hope that wasn't too forward, but I saw you. So I wanted you to see who you're talking to. And in my head, I was like, you wouldn't do that to your doctor. Yeah. This isn't a dating website though. No, it's not a dating website. So I was like, well, you're blocked. Like yeah. that's how I protect my piece. Cause otherwise yeah, he was, he did it. continue to email me and say, so yeah. when are you available? When yeah. can I schedule a session with you? And then yeah. I forgot to tell you this part. Within minutes of me not responding to him, I got another email from another email address saying like, hey, I was wondering if um, I could meet with you about my sex addiction. It just felt very like, are you emailing me from a different address to see if I'm going to respond? Very much so like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So when I get situations like that, I do get uncomfortable. And a couple months ago, I got one from an older gentleman Actually, he wasn't even that much older than me. I thought he was way older. And then he decided to tell me his age, but it was like incessant messaging about like, I need to have a woman like you in my life. I need to work with you. And it was like, yes, over the top. And I was like, am I like reading into this or is this inappropriate? It's inappropriate. And Mari was like, no, it's absolutely inappropriate. 100%. Inappropriate. And with him, I set the boundary. I said, I don't think I'm the therapist for you. Yeah. We don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not working with somebody who's like, I need a woman like you in my life. That's not where we're at. Not, I need a therapist like you. I need a woman like you in my life. I was like, that's uncomfortable to me. Yeah. That's not what I'm here for. No, what I'm here for my, my gender has nothing to Mm -hmm. do with you getting help. Mm -mm. Nope. So I think, I mean, we as therapists can get kind of off the cuff for back of a letter, lack of a better term, um, comments about certain things because it's a vulnerable relationship. Right. But when it comes to sex. I think those things can happen easier because More you kind of like, yeah, yeah. And you opened the door to be able to talk about things. Here's the other yeah. thing. I love to talk about like kinks and fetishes. I love to get people to acknowledge and accept, like I'm into this and that's okay. Right. Because people in their life have told them you're fucking gross yeah, you're or gross, how could you this, be into that? that? Yeah. You're not a man, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So 
I love to be able to be that person. That's a safe place of like, bro, you're allowed to like what you like. Exactly. You're not hurting anybody. Exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. or a woman who is insecure in her body, who wants to be more secure. Like those are Mm -hmm. all the things that I absolutely love to do. Or people who are in like a sexless marriage. Let's get that back because Uh for some people, sex isn't an important thing, but for a lot of people it is. Mm-hmm. And you and I have mm-hmm. both been married. You're in a serious relationship. Yes. So there are situations where you go long periods of time without sex. Well, and I think too, the, the acknowledgement of like how it changes from relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't be bothered <laughs> to have sex in my marriage. I was like, I am not getting, I have to wash my hair. <laughs> I'm not getting, I have to watch Paige. Like, I'm not getting any, and I'm not, let me, let me say that, like, I'm not sh- like shitting on like that person's ability. No, like, no, no. It's not about that. It's not, it's not it's, it had nothing to do with that. It had, had everything to do with prime example. I worked all day Tuesdays and then from four 30 to nine 30, I would go to my master's classes mm-hmm. for graduate school. And then I would come home and nothing, there would be dishes everywhere, shit all over the place. Like Sophia was not in bed. She wasn't fed. And this is when she was like a year or two years, mm-hmm. like a year, year and a half old. Like, so I'm not getting my needs met in any other area. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would I then be like, yeah, after my 15, 16 hour day and taking care of our child, I absolutely, yes. absolutely. Let me go get the lingerie on <laughs> here. I come. Let me go get ass up for you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There ain't no fucking way, man. <laughs> ain't no way. And I'll just way. walk in the door naked for you to be ready. Oh my god! You. Immediate. Yes. <laughs> I'll take like, my clothes off in the car. Yeah, because because and because here's the thing: you've been so great at telling me how wonderful and lovely I am and how hot I am that I, yeah, I absolutely just trench coat. <laughs> my clothes just fall off when I think about yeah. it. <laughs> so, so now being in a relationship where all of my needs are met, I absolutely want to be physical with this person. Yep. So I have to now come into a, a situation where like, I was never the, the, the initiator, the initiator ever, ever. I'd be like, God, <laughs> like leave me alone. <laughs> right. Where I'm just like, trying to do dishes, get your finger out of my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it was a never, <laughs> but like, yeah, so I, like I'm trying to fucking cook dinner. Like, you, you trying to grow, like, this isn't like, uh, just, it's so like barbaric, <laughs> which I, it's not minded when every other need is met, right? Correct. Sure. This is fun and flirty, right? Yes. <laughs> but if, if like if your socks are on the kitchen fucking floor, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> if our kid is still in her day clothes and it's 9 30 PM, <laughs> what, like, what, why could you possibly think oh that I'd be like, like, <laughs> But, but now it's like <laughs> any, any fucking point of any fucking minute of any fucking day, you let me know. It's so interesting to me too, when I meet with like, um, you know, older clients who have been married for like 20 plus years and yep. they want to be open about their sex life. Like I'm fucking here for it. It also yeah. just, sometimes it makes me genuinely sad because I'm like, you deserve to want to, like, you deserve to feel wanted. You deserve yeah. to feel sexy. You deserve to feel like yes. your husband is attracted to you or your wife yes. is attracted to you. We're um, not hitting 35 and fucking being put out the pasture. Okay? <laughs> not being taken out of the backyard once I hit 36. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm there. 
Am I 36? Yes. Yes. You're 37. <laughs> I was like, am I 37 or 36? Are you sure? Yes, because I'll be 40. We're three years <laughs> apart. I feel like I've been 36 for a while. Since May. <laughs> no. I promise. You're born in 87. <laughs> we know math isn't my strong suit. I definitely thought I was 37. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, oh, you guys, I just gained. I am a young and vibrant. <laughs> but yeah, what you're not going to do is I'm going to hit 40 and put me out back. Correct. And no. Correct. Anyway, sorry. Where were you going with that? <laughs> well, no, I was just saying like it. I don't want to say like it lights me up to like hear people's stories about sex because they're like not going well, but like, that's what I love to make people feel confident in. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like yeah. openly talking about masturbation that was never talked about when I was a kid. So yes. to talk about it as a woman and to hear so many women feel so much shame about it. Now it's yes. being more normalized with like yes. hearing about toys all the time and people talking about it all the time, which is great. And yeah. I think it should be a part of everybody's self-care practice. Absolutely. Daily. <laughs> Daily. I mean, but you're going to have to switch it up. Don't become numb to things. Okay. Switch it. Like, accurate statement. I do have to take yeah. breaks sometimes. Cause I'm like, you're going to like, you're going to burn yourself out. Literally. It's just going to burn off at this. Point. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a Barbie doll. It's going to be flat. <laughs> Like a fucking Barbie, just flat, nothing's there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it's not talked about. It's not, it's, and it's not normalized either. So I think it's great that you have that. It's, it's the same fucked up way that I'm like, I love trauma. Yeah. I love it. I yes. want you to tell me all of the shitty things that have yes. happened all of the scary things, all of the horrific moments, give it to me because yep. I want to help you heal from that. I think yep. that's, that is the purpose of being a, a, a therapist why I'm, we're drawn to it. It's just, you're finding your passion, your purpose. And then you would just want to, to dive into it, right. Yep. Of helping people. Yep. And there's never any, like, I'm sure there is shame in reaching out to somebody to be like, Hey, like, sure. this is what I'm struggling with. I feel weird talking about it, sure. but you can absolutely be clear in like what you need to address, right? Like I've yeah. had sex workers reach out and say like, Hey, I'm a sex worker. And like, I just want a really validating therapist. Like, fuck, I'm your bitch. Like, yes, yep. let's go. Right. Cause I'm Bring sure that's your difficult. Grip ass over here. Yes. Exactly. Girl. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or I've had clients be like, well, I found you because it says like you're kink positive or kink friendly or, you know, sex work mm -hmm. friendly and things like that. So that there's a reason I put those things in my profile on psychology today, because I want people to know that I am a safe place. Mm -hmm. Um, so if, if there is something that you're struggling with when it comes to your sexuality or your desires or not getting your needs met, like you can absolutely find a therapist to help you with that. But what we're this not going to do, so loud. hold on, let me mute myself. What I'm not going to do is do demonstrations or be hands-on with you. Like that's, I'm, that's, I'm not going to how to masturbate. I'm not going to masturbate you. I'm not going to masturbate for. myself in front of you. Like that's not what we do. Oh, oh there God. are sex surrogates. <laughs> I don't know what that entails, but uh, that's right. not me. So what I'm, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. No. All of my protein got stuck at the fucking bottom of my shaker. Ew. And I was like, I thought I was done drinking this shit. Nope. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. It's all at the bottom. Surprise. You have to drink this sugary, sweet shit even longer. <laughs> And it's a vegan one. Like, come on. I just feel like it's like, anyways. Um, 
that was my ADHD kicking in. I was like, I made it. And then it was like, nope, all stuck at the bottom. So much so that the little shaker ball was stuck at the bottom. Yeah, right. So needless to say, what sex therapy is definitely positive place to talk about kinks, to talk about what you're looking for, to explore your sexuality, Mm -hmm. to, to all of those things, to process through how it might be related to sex and intimacy and relationships. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what sex therapy is not is showing you positions, having sex with uh, clients, having, <laughs> we're taught that in ethics every uh, year. Yeah. Of every don't have year, sex with clients. Every so. year it is. Yeah. Don't have sex with clients. So that's, that's, it's pretty up there on yeah. the list of being ethical. Um, yep. Don't have say I'm, I'm going to assume that don't masturbate clients or Correct. masturbate in front of clients is also, is yes. also probably high up on the list. Yep. So, I but again, questions. feel free to reach, reach out. out to her. Don't mm-hmm. reach out to me. Don't do not, not that I'm not like sex positive or king pot. Like, do you boo? Like, do you, I just don't have a training in that. I would rather um, talk about all the dark shit that's happened in your life. And mm-hmm. then give it all to me. And then we're going to do EMDR and you're going to feel better. I was going to say, and sometimes it's the dark things that happen to you that create kinks or yeah. that create your sexual desires. And sometimes yep. it has nothing to do with what's happened to you or yeah. what hasn't happened to you. So, mm-hmm. and when I'm done with you, then you can go to Steph and yeah. then you can talk about the kinks. There you go. Boom. Tag team. <laughs> Not literally though. Not literally. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> My God, could you imagine? <laughs> get the top off to drink this shitty ass protein (laughs) so hopefully this was enlightening we wanted to do something like fun and flirty for Mm -hmm. for our 111th yes we didn't want to do another heavy one Mm -hmm. until next time guys um you can reach us Mm -hmm. at rewriting her story podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns comments want to reach out to Steph about um sex therapy or questions that you have, you can find her at the spooky therapist on Instagram, um, where maybe you'll be privy to another moment where she gets a random email about yes. having sex yeah. uh, or karma sutra positions. Maybe <laughs> maybe that'll be the next one. Um, or tantric yoga, something like that. Um, you can find me at BEA underscore XO 11, um, where I will be talking about none of that. Then you can find us at Rewriting Her Story Podcast all on Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye.